Hey, Light Anglers. Today is March 18th. My name is Jack, and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world, incorporating scripture into it. Before we get into today's topic, just a quick reminder, please be sure to leave a five-star review, rate, like, subscribe, and whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to the show. Here in the light angle, we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to find the light angle. We want to spread the good news of our King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of this show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the Word of God. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Uh, Also, Mrs. Schrader will not be joining us today. She had errands to run, so one of us has to do stuff. Can't be sitting at a computer with a microphone all day, so she's doing the hard work. I'm here in the AC. All right, let's get into this. So I have two articles, two articles with nearly the same thing, but a much different twist on things, and I'm just bringing this to light because I think it's interesting um, how... Uh, I can't even say left or right angles in regards to this, but just one is just facts and one's focused on fear. Yeah. Weird, right? Why would the news be trying to scare us? Well, you know, if you read and dig enough, you start realizing there's, you know, kind of an agenda, you know, if you haven't caught on to that the past few years, let me get into this. The first one I'm going to read is from stars and stripes, um, which is, you know, a military, uh, outlet, um, usually focuses on news having to do with our military. All right. U.S. Marines begin arriving in Australia for another six month training mission. So before I get into this, for those of you who don't know, uh, when we're, when our military or in our countries, not actively fighting a war or doing some type of, you know, military action someplace, um, we do a lot of training. Uh, 90% of what we do is training for an event in hopes that that event never happens, but we have to be ready for it. So we're always training and, uh, we have many allies around the world and, uh, it would only make sense that we train with these allies when we do our training. And sometimes these deployments last a very long time, six months up to a year sometimes, but we train, we train, 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 train. When I was in the Navy, we would be underway for deployment six to eight months long. And while we were underway, there was usually another country with their ships right there next to us. We were always doing training. And if there wasn't another country there, we were doing training. It's just the, how it goes. So let me read into this. A contingent, or yeah, contingent up to 2,200 U.S. Marines has begun arriving for a six-month rotation to Australia's northern city of Darwin, the Marine Corps and Australian Defense Department announced Monday. During their 11th deployment to Darwin since 2012, Marines will train with the Australian troops and other friendly forces to respond to a crisis in the region, the Marines said in their statement. It is an honor to build upon the contingency legacy of the outstanding U.S.-Australian alliance and the AUKUS agreement. The Rotational Forces Commander, Colonel Steele, said in the statement referring to a defense pact reached last year between America, Australia, and the UK. The force includes a command element from the 5th Marine Regiment, 1st Marine Division, and most Marines coming from Southern California. They're supported by a detachment from the U.S. Army Pacific, the statement said. We are excited to integrate two highly capable and interoperable forces that advance our shared goals, demonstrate the strength and endurance of our alliance, and contribute to regional security, Steele said. The U.S. military often uses the term interoperability to describe the ability of one country's armed forces to use another country's training methods and military equipment. 
Up to 2,200 Marines from Camp Pendleton, California will be in Darwin until the rotation wraps up in October. The rotation will build on last year's deployment, which coincided with the 70th anniversary of the ANZUS Treaty between Australia, New Zealand, and the U.S. Australia's, Australia's alliance with the U.S. is our most important defense relationship and is central to Australia's strategic and security arrangements, he said. The LA's training will include humanitarian assistance, security operations, and high-end live fire exercises. Marine, Marines arriving for the past two deployments have isolated on arrival to avoid importing the coronavirus into Australia. Australia closed its borders. Coronavirus, coronavirus. Marines were tested before boarding flights, and those with positive tests remains in, remain in the U.S. The Marines are restricted to Australian bases for the first seven days. So that's it right there, right? Seems... Easy peasy. All right. Marines are going there. They've been going there since 2012. Every year deployments, Marines go there and train. Let me take you over to news.com.au. U.S. to send up to 2,200 troops to Northern Territory as China tensions build. Over 2,000 U.S. troops are being sent down under as tensions between China and Australia simmer. A rotational U.S. Marine force consisting of up to 2,200 soldiers will be based in the Northern Territory. Roughly 1,000 troops have already touched ground. The move came after Defense Minister Peter Dutton warned that conflict with China should be discounted. That's interesting because it doesn't mention that they've been doing this since 2012 and it's a routine deployment. Moving on, the new development followed a series of jabs from both sides over the Ukraine war and its relation to China's ongoing Taiwan dispute. Commander of the ADF's Northern Force, Colonel Constable, said Australia's relationship with the U.S. was essential, outlining a series of uh, joint training. The troops will also be on hand to assist in Australia's response to natural disasters. There's some truth. It is a key way we increase regional cooperation with partners in the Pacific. Together, we conduct a comp comprehensive range of training activities, including humanitarian assistance, security ops, and high-end live fire exercises. Awesome. Good quote. Speaking to the U.S. Studies Center, Mr. Dalton warned the Chinese government may use the current war to their advantage to advance their own claims on the contested territory. There are actors within our own region who may see the war in Ukraine as a useful distraction and indeed an opportunity to pursue their own actions of aggression or coercion, he said on Wednesday. This threat, of course, chiefly emanates from Beijing, which has its own openly stated territorial ambitions and which recently entered a no-limits cooperative partnership with the Kremlin at a time when the rest of the world was pulling away. Mr. Dalton also warned Chinese rulers could be using the current war in Ukraine as a useful distraction and opportunity to pursue their own actions of aggression and coercion. This threat emanates chiefly from Beijing, which has its own openly stated territorial ambitions and which recently entered a no-limits cooperative partnership with the Kremlin, he continued. Chinese state-affiliated media has previously stoked the fire between Australia and Beijing, warning in late 2021, 2021 the nation would inevitably suffer a heavy attack if Australian forces came to the defense of Taiwan. If Australian troops come to fight in the Taiwan Straits, it is unimaginable that China won't carry out a heavy attack on them and the Australian military facilities that support them. So Australia had better be prepared to sacrifice for Taiwan Islands and the U.S. Mr. Dalton has not explicitly committed Australia to defending the island from a Chinese attack, but has strongly implied it would help the U.S. in such an action. 
we need to make sure that there is a high level of preparedness, a greater sense of deterrence by our capability, and that is how we put our country in a position of strength, he said. It would be inconceivable that we wouldn't support the U.S. in an action if the U.S. chose to take that action. And again, I think we should be very frank and honest about that. Look at all the facts and circumstances without pre-committing, and maybe there are circumstances where we wouldn't take up that option. I can't conceive of those circumstances. Early Wednesday, Scott Morrison condemned any potential Chinese military support for Russians' attack on Ukraine. The PM, the Prime Minister's comments, come a day after Australian, Australia suggested it would seek to follow the U.S. in imposing sanctions against Beijing should it send arms to Moscow as the conflict rages on. The relationships between the two powerful nations was an in a spotlight on Wednesday as a high-level diplomatic meeting took place at Parliament House and China was scrutinized as at two other significant events in Canberra. Mr. Morrison signaled Australia was watching China closely, saying he was disturbed by its chilling silence on the Russian invasion. I think it is very important for China to be very transparent about what is their relationship with uh, Russia, he told reporters in Perth. What is their relationship with Russia when it comes to throwing them an economic lifeline during this global crisis? And potentially, what if any, support has been discussed for military support for Russia, because that would be an abomination. Earlier this week, Nationals Senator Matt Canavan says Australia should be seeking to reduce its dependency on China. The reality right now is if we were to impose significant sanctions on China, that would put many parts of our economy to a standstill, Mr. Canavan told Sky News Australia. We should be doing much more to reduce that dependence. End of article. So, interesting, right? Here we have two similar titles. Um, one has basically no mention of China or the current war taking place uh, between Russia and Ukraine. Uh, and only, you know, I don't know, kind of just brings up the fact that this is just routine training. A bunch of Marines are going to Australia for what they have done every year for the past 11 years. Um, and then the article, say almost a similar title, U.S. to send 2,200 uh, troops. Yep, pretty much the same. Uh, only very little is about what the troops are actually doing there. They actually take one quote from the original article from Stars and Stripes, and one sentence is all that it is. And then they mention one other time about the, uh, the training they're doing, and that's, that's it. And the rest of that article is about China and... A potential for bad stuff to happen. So it seems like one is telling us, you know, just plain old facts, and the other one's just combining a whole bunch of information to try to scare us. This has kind of been the norm with what the media has been feeding us, scare us into doing something, scare us into believing something. We have to be very wise right now in the times we're living in and do our due diligence to understand what it is we're hearing. Maybe we listen twice instead of jumping to action after the first rumor we hear on the streets. So what does the Bible say about stuff like this? Where is scripture? Well, Philippians 4, uh, verses 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is great scripture because it doesn't say, do not be anxious about stuff, fill in the blank, whatever you want. It says anything. Do not be anxious about anything. Let's try working on that. Don't be anxious about anything. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Joshua 
1 9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. There are many other little bits of scripture throughout the Bible that tell us not to fear, not to be anxious, not to, not to, not to, not to. You're right. But it's great advice because the more we are afraid, the more we get all worked up and scared about stuff that's way out of our control, the less time we actually have to actually serve one another, to do God's will, to actually, you know, live the life we're supposed to live. Nothing can be gained by running around being scared or hiding in a cave. Nothing. I mean, unless, unless I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I'll just leave it at that. But, uh, you know, we just need to be mindful of the news we get, where we're getting it. And, you know, just uh, spend an extra five minutes to, you know, look up something you may have heard from somewhere to verify it's, you know, how true it is. All right, y'all pray with me. Thank you, Father God, for, excuse me, <coughs> got a frog in my throat. Let me try again. Father God, thank you for a new day. Help us use today to focus on serving you and others, doing your will and not our own. I pray you will keep us from fear and anxiety. Help us to focus on what is good and true and keep us from believing everything we hear, but rather come to you for wisdom and discernment. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.